and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the stories and the history behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. When I was doing my undergrad, I took an elective course called Medicinal Plants and Herbs. Now, my retention of the information that I learned was honestly fairly minimal, very, very low, but the study of the various uses of plants that we still use today in various capacities, as well as the history of their usage from ancient times to recent fads, was all still very fascinating. One plant in particular that I do remember being impressed by was the aloe vera plant. Our class took a field trip just outside of our building down a hill on the southern end of campus where many of these herbs and plants were being grown, including aloe vera. With the last few years of increased hand sanitizer usage, aloe vera has played an important part and been an important ingredient in helping our skin survive all the sanitizing. So with this in mind, it is time for a little bit of gratitude for the plant that was nicknamed the plant of immortality by the ancient Egyptians, aloe vera. Aloe vera originated in the Arabian Peninsula. It is considered an invasive species in some parts of the world with about 500 different species of aloe. Mostly, aloe vera grows in the Arabian Peninsula, but also in arid, tropical, and semi-tropical areas around the world. It is used as a topical treatment for burns in cosmetics, lotions, and sometimes also in drinks. While it started out in the Arabian Peninsula, in Yemen, Somalia, and Sudan, it eventually moved to North Africa, parts of Portugal and Spain, and in the 17th century was introduced to Southern Europe. In fact, there are also records of aloe vera being used to treat skin conditions as early as the 4th millennium BCE. The name aloe vera has both Arabic and Latin origins. Aloe comes from the Arabic word aloe, which means shining bitter substance. Vera comes from the Latin word that means true. And my apologies if I mispronounced things there. I couldn't find any help on Arabic pronunciation. In the Middle East, aloe vera was nicknamed the flower of the desert, while Hivaro Indians called it the doctor of the sky or fountain of youth. The ancient Greeks considered aloe vera a cure-all medicine. Aloe vera has been used by many civilizations for thousands and thousands of years, from the ancient Greeks and Egyptians to those cultures and peoples in Japan, Mexico, India, and China. Use of aloe vera appears in Chinese and Sumerian texts as far back as 3000 BCE. Aloe vera was used by Queen Cleopatra and Queen Nefertiti for cosmetic purposes, while Alexander the Great used it to treat and heal his army. Christopher Columbus also used the plant to treat wounds and felt very secure in his voyages when he had the plant on board. The plant was first translated into English by John Goodyear in 1655 AD. This translation was found in Discordes Medical Treatise De Materia Medica. Later, it was recorded by Carl Linnaeus in 1753 and Nicolas Lawrence Berman in 1768 and Philip Miller in the same year, about 10 days later. Aloe vera wasn't a regular part of U.S. medicine until it was introduced in the 1800s as a laxative. It became more popular later in the 1930s when it was used for a treatment for chronic and severe radiation dermatitis. This information was found in the Indian Journal of Dermatology in the article Aloe Vera, a short review, in 2008 by Amar Sarjushi, Hesham Vasani, and D. G. Sapel. 
Aloe vera was also reportedly useful in treating burn victims from the nuclear bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki at the end of World War II. Now let's talk about how the aloe vera plant is built. The plant has a yellow flower, fruit with lots of seeds, and leaves that have serrated edges. The article Aloe Vera, a short review, explains the leaves like this, quote, First, there's an inner clear gel that contains 99% water and the rest is made of glucominins, amino acids, lipids, sterols, and vitamins. Second, the middle layer of latex, which is a bitter yellow sap and contains anthraquinones and glycosides. Third, the outer thick layer of 15 to 20 cells called as rind, which has a protective function and synthesizes carbohydrates and proteins, close quote. It's just easier to quote that to you. <laughs> Aloe vera has many properties that are considered helpful, about 75 actually. Among them, we find important vitamins, enzymes, fatty acids, hormones, minerals, sugars, and more. Aloe vera also has many healing properties. When applied to wounds, it increases collagens and helps heal the wound faster, while also, quote, increasing breaking strength of scar tissue, close quote. Again, that's from aloe vera, a short review. And further, according to that study, it iterates that aloe vera also protects against damage to the skin from radiation. It also has anti-inflammatory effects or properties, is effective as a laxative, as an antiseptic, antiviral, anti-tumor, and is effective for moisturizing and anti-aging. It does come with some side effects, which can sometimes include redness or a stinging sensation when used topically, and can cause some problems when taken orally and is not recommended for consumption by pregnant or breastfeeding women. The aloe vera plant is popular as both an ornamental plant as well as a medicinal plant. The succulence of the plant makes it very hardy, although it cannot withstand frost and snow. Aloe vera is also an award-winning plant, as it turns out. It has been awarded the Royal Horticultural Society's Award of Garden Merit. Whether or not the plant is actually aware of this prestigious award has yet to be determined. When it comes to keeping the aloe vera plant in your home, we actually have an aloe vera pot in our kitchen right now. It needs sandy potting soil with good drainage and lots of sun. However, not too much sun as aloe vera can actually get sunburned and turn red. Aloe vera is cultivated in large supply in Australia, China, Mexico, Spain, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, India, Kenya, Tanzania, Jamaica, South Africa, and the United States. Much of this growth is largely to feed the cosmetics industry. In addition to cosmetics, there are other uses, some of which we've already mentioned. Aloe vera gel can be used as a topical ointment for wounds, frostbite, cold sores, burns, dry skin, and some research suggests that it can also help acne, rashes, and psoriasis. Although the evidence supporting aloe vera as helpful for treating burns is somewhat disputed. It is used in lotions, soaps, hand sanitizers, and more. The yellow latex of the plant is also used in conjunction with other ingredients to help with constipation. Aloe vera gel can also be found in desserts, yogurts, and drinks, but at high dosages or for a long time, ingesting whole leaf extract or the latex can be toxic. So just don't go and grab a bite of an aloe leaf or pup, that's what the leaves are called. Likewise, when using it topically, small amounts would be recommended to stay safe. At some dosage levels, whether ingesting or applying topically, aloe vera can have some toxicity. For example, ingesting a dose of one gram of aloe per day can have adverse side effects. So like, don't go crazy, enjoy it, but like, slowly, <laughs> I guess. Often, you'll find aloe vera juice that says it can help support a healthy digestive system, 
There is, however, no solid science to back up these claims, unfortunately. The dosage that you would need to have those results are the dosages that are actually at toxic levels for you. All in all, aloe vera has found its way into many products we use in our daily lives. The industry of aloe vera worldwide is estimated to bring in 13 billion US dollars annually. Whether we're using it to soothe dry skin, heal sunburns or other wounds, or finding it in our cosmetics and lotions, aloe vera has blessed the lives of humans for thousands of years. Whether or not it really is a plant of immortality, its reputation has been prominent since at least the 4th century BCE. For all the healing it's done over all these years, I'm very grateful. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.